Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we've got two great guests, two people on the front lines of history shaping the battle between conservatism and liberalism in America, shaping the contours of the 2022 election. Uh, Today, Patrick Morrissey, the attorney general from the great state of West Virginia, who has led many of the lawsuits that have challenged and successfully so challenged President Biden's policies. He is joining us to talk about why he sued over the COVID requirements and mandates and why he thinks they won. And also, he's got an epic case, a case that's pending before the Supreme Court. It could be the biggest energy and environmental ruling of the year, West Virginia versus EPA. It's going to define whether bureaucrats in an agency like EPA can just go out and make law, citing prior laws that had been passed by Congress decades before uh, the entire Obama era's clean energy plan is sitting in front of the Supreme Court. And Patrick Morrissey's team is there to absolutely lead that case. They're in charge of this. It's a big one. It's a very important case, and it could really redefine the limits of what government can and can't do particularly unelected bureaucrats trying to interpret or extend the authority that Congress gave them on their own through executive fiat. Important, important ruling. So Patrick Morrissey up front, he's certainly been a thorn in the side of the Biden administration and a very successful record of winning in the courts thus far. He joins us and then we're going to go out to the great state of Nevada. Yes, a little Las Vegas on the mind today. One of the great royal names of politics in 
Nevada, the Laxalt family. Adam Laxalt is joining us. He is running for the United States Senate race here. He's up or tied in the polls in one of the most closely watched races of the year. Adam's an amazing guy. Fought in Iraq for the U.S. Army, was the attorney general for Nevada very successfully, and now is a candidate for the United States Senate. A lot of people are looking at that. Donald Trump has already endorsed him. His opponent, Senator Cortez Mastro, has really struggled. She's low in the polls. Joe Biden is very low in the Nevada polls. There's some optimism and excitement in the Republican Party that maybe Nevada is in play for Republicans for the first time in a few years. So, Adam Laxalt, one of the most watched Senate candidates in America. He's joining us right after Patrick Morrissey. Let's go take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to start with Patrick Morrissey, the Attorney General from West Virginia. Lots to talk about right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, one of the most important influential attorneys general in the country these days. He's got big cases before the Supreme Court. The mere mention of him, the, he makes a mention over the weekend. He's changing international affairs in Canada. Joining me right now, the attorney general of the great state of West Virginia, Patrick Morrissey. Attorney general, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm doing great. It's good to be with you today. I appreciate it. And you're right. There's a a lot going on. It is a target-rich environment uh, these days, and we're just trying to stay on top of everything that the Biden administration is doing oh, yeah. and that other people are doing 
that impacts West Virginia or our country. So I think we're out in front doing some terrific things, but we've got a great team of attorneys general on the Republican side that are really fighting back against this one-party rule in Washington. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. The only question I have is, do you ever sleep? Because I see you working Saturday night, Sunday morning. You're you're making a, a, an impact every day. It's, uh, it's remarkable. I want to talk about this weekend because I think you had instant impact across the world. This is actually a global matter. You were one of the first four attorneys general to say, I don't like what this GoFundMe did, trying to take the money away from the truckers, give it to some other people that it wasn't intended for. Within a few hours of you speaking up, the GoFundMe went in an entirely different direction. Talk about what what you did there and why it's so important. Well, look, certain things stick in your crawl when you read them. And I'm like any other citizen that when I'm looking and reading articles or I'm on social media and I see something that looks outrageous, you want to step in and want to do something about it. And so I remember sitting in my house and uh, reading what was going on. We were all following the Freedom Convoy and what the truckers are trying to do, and I applaud that uh, up in Canada because these guys are fighting for freedom, and they, uh, they care, and they uh, want to engage in peaceful uh, protest. They want to change the policy. And then we hear that uh, GoFundMe uh, makes a decision, and there are different arguments as to why they did it, but they make a decision that they're going to stop distributing funds uh, to uh, the intended recipients. And as I started to look into that a little bit, I saw that the uh, GoFundMe folks were going to be redirecting monies to different charities that GoFundMe and uh, the Freedom Convoy organizers thought might be better. And uh, there was not initially an opportunity for the original donors to all get automatic refunds. And, And to be honest, that kind of torqued me off a bit because uh, who are these people to think that they can just take the resources and redirect them and not automatically refund? And I thought, and I said at the time, that this raises the specter of um, potential deceptive acts and right. practices under the West Virginia consumer protection laws. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that we were clearly articulating that. And so uh, you're right, then within a few hours, it was amazing it was instant (laughs) well that's right and then they changed their policy to say that uh there would be um automatic refunds and that's the right policy but look uh there are a lot of people out there that think they can step up they can squelch your speech they think they might be able to take advantage of you um but under west virginia and now a lot of state consumer protection laws when you make a promise to do something you need to follow through and you need to do it and so, uh, and I, I think you can't just try to mess around with consumers and make these decisions that may or may not be politically based. And so uh, I wanted to step out and I, I feel like we, step one, we were able to get the, uh, the changes made and uh, people can get the automatic refunds, but there's obviously a lot more to look into. And I've told people, if folks have a complaint, if you submitted something, whether it's to GoFundMe or to any organization, uh, let us know. And we'll always analyze that to make sure that the company is living up to the law and our consumer protections. Yeah. And that's such a, people forget, but attorneys general are such important 
voices and enforcers of consumer protections. And uh, this case over the weekend just struck me because you literally saw this big tech giant within a few hours realizing, "Uh oh, we're not going to have that fight. We're backing down. And I think that turned out to be good, not only for the truckers, but for donors and everyday people. What a remarkable moment. You've got something big coming up, I believe, at the end of this month. You're going to have the the big hearing in West Virginia versus Environmental Protection Agency. This is probably the landmark uh, environmental case of this session of the Supreme Court. Talk a little bit about the EPA's power grab under the Clean Air Act and why this case is so important to everyday Americans. Well, this is a huge case, and I think many people following it know uh, that this is a case that uh, ostensibly is about climate change, but in reality, it's about who gets to make the most important decisions facing our country. And we have contended for many years, and we've obviously been up at the U.S. Supreme Court about similar issues in the past. We contend that Congress and the states should decide how to manage our nation's power grid. Now, some people would say that it should be these unelected bureaucrats as they try to uh, gain control and make decisions to unilaterally decarbonize. But it's so important to the uh, fabric of our country and to our Constitution and our republic that things are done the right way. Uh, Separation of powers questions really matter. And all we're saying is that when you have a major question of the day that's so important, from a financial, a social, a political perspective, Congress needs to provide that clear statement to the federal agency uh, to allow them to act. And that's certainly not what's going on here with respect to uh, the EPA. And that's why this is such a huge case. Uh, We're getting ready uh, to submit our reply brief in on the 17th of February. We have the oral argument on February 28th. And I think this is going to be an important administrative law case because I think all of us have been very concerned with the size and the growth of government over time where a lot of these agencies seize power uh, that's not proper under the law. And uh, we are uh, trying to have a very important impact up at the high court very soon. Yeah, it's a really remarkable case because the Obama administration, Obama-Biden administration, argued that they derived all this power from the Clean Air Act, which was a bipartisan bill. A lot of people like that. No one opposes clean air. But they took uh, this broad, you know, uh, Clean Air Act and they tried to derive all of this authority. They created a thing called the Clean Power Plan that was never envisioned in the law. And they just usurped all this power and said, we're going to take control of the electric grid and tell you how you're going to run your grid, whether you're West Virginia or uh, Florida or whatever. That sort of bureaucracy, the power of this permanent bureaucracy to do things that Congress didn't intend, we see it in the election space, we see it uh, in the FBI and other places. Do you think that this case resolves the power of bureaucrats to go beyond what Congress intended? Well, look, we certainly are hopeful that uh, we're going to get a decision that obviously sets the rules of the road in place for the EPA, but also provides some guideposts. Uh, for federal agencies going into the future. I think you saw a little bit of that issue teased out in the context of the OSHA mandate where the court um, had ruled that OSHA lacked the authority to act. And I think that's the teaser for this case where there's going to be a probably even greater discussion uh, about the major questions doctrine. But uh, look, we've always said that the EPA does have a narrow array of authority to act 
with respect to uh, missions, but you have to do it within the confines of the fence line, the yeah. power plant. And we've always taken issue to these efforts by the federal agency to go so far afield from the power plant, not just regulate a source, but to actually um, define almost anything to be part of this best system of emission reduction. In other words, uh, we can force uh, owners and operators of these power plants to cross-subsidize other forms of energy, and we can influence items related to consumer demand, and, and we can actually make wholesale changes uh, that affect the power grid that uh, dramatically change the price of electricity. Yeah. Keep in mind that... That's the key thing here. Is, well, that's right. All this is in the context of making all these changes, not only when you want to get rid of uh, coal and knock natural gas capacity in half, but when you want to electrify the power grid and have 100 million electric cars, all of this has to be done not only legally, but you have to make sure that there's not the shock to the system that sometimes these bureaucrats want to impose on the American people. And we're certainly trying to stand up and fight against that uh, unilateral effort to decarbonize and make decisions that are clearly within Congress's realm. Yeah, no, that's it. Let Congress make the laws that the bureaucrats enforce, and that's always what the founding fathers intended. Um, you had one of my favorite tweets of the week so far. West Virginia wants to be at least as free as Denmark, Sweden, Virginia, and many socialist states. You're obviously talking about mask mandates. Uh, two interesting dynamics. You got one in your state, and I know what you're talking about there, but also Democrats in the last couple of days seem to have put the mask mandate truck in total reversal. Uh, what's going on? Well, look, uh, I made that point because while West Virginia is one of the uh, freer states in the nation yep. with respect to a lot of these issues. We actually had uh, blocked the imposition of state-based vaccine mandates, and yeah. we've been deeply involved in uh, advancing efforts to uh, knock back the federal vaccine mandates for COVID-19. You know, there's still some remnants uh, policies in place that don't make sense, and in West Virginia, there's some uh, local county boards of education uh, that are uh, still advancing these mask mandates. I don't think they're in the interest of the kids yeah. and that the parents and the kids need to uh, be the parents in particular need to make the decisions about whether a child would wear a mask going in. And I think people are uh, beginning to focus on that because you see Denmark, Sweden, New Jersey, many other states across the country saying, yeah, that's a bridge too far. And we now know that the science doesn't back up these uh, constraints that have been put in place on the kids. And uh, I'm hopeful that West Virginia uh, finishes the job and we stop what's going on within these um, county school boards. And that's going to take a change within the uh, legislature. There's bills pending. And I'd like to see the legislature act in that regard uh, because West Virginia is a free state. It is. Our motto is mountaineers are always free. <laughs> and I want to make sure that that applies across the board. I want people to come to West Virginia, partake in our beauty, know that there's a, a really great dynamic going on where our state has the ability to really become the shining state in the mountains, growing economically, but because people are attracted to our state because it's free, and we don't want to have some of these renegade school boards uh, take steps that really have no backing in science um, and that are not in the interest of 
parents and kids. And I think it's important that we take those steps to change. And, and I want to make the point, if all these social states or more liberal states can take these actions, why not West Virginia? Let's finish the job and make sure that we're living up to our state's reputation. Yeah, there's no doubt. And it is a beautiful state. You know, people say you can't be a clean energy, you can't be an energy state and also be a beautiful state. Well, if you travel to West Virginia, you have achieved both. You have great energy production, but you also have remarkable beauty and, and preserved beauty, which is one of the great untold stories of West Virginia a lot of times. Last question, because I know how busy you are. You were on my good friend Maria Bartiroma's show over the weekend, and you said something that I think really has resonated with a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people talking about it, and 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 I think it captured something that we're beginning to appreciate about the Democratic Party's approach to governance right now, which is uh, the Biden administration, you said, was actively harming Americans, meaning these policies aren't just good, you know, they're not just ideologically intended, they're having personal costs to Americans, whether it's freedom, costs at the po- uh, the pump, cost in your uh, pocketbook with inflation, inability to get groceries because of a store. Uh, how big an issue is the, you know, Joe Biden basically said, I'm going to make a big government's going to fix everything. A year in, he made a big government. It, has, it seems to have broken everything. How big an issue does this become for Republicans? Look, I think it's really important because um, at some point you can't say that when you fail to do your job, it's negligence or just mere dereliction of duty. This is like active commission of activities that are leading to um, death and destruction. And this is not an exaggeration. Let me give a couple very specific points for those who are listening. Um, a number of AGs and I went down to the border uh, recently. There were 13 AGs and uh, the governor of the state of Texas. And we were briefed by a number of uh, different state agencies and others. And there were a couple facts that really jumped out and grabbed us. One, we found out that the Mexican drug cartels right. are making an estimated $100 million a week. <laughs> That's $100 million a week That's on insane. human trafficking related to the border. Let me go further. On fentanyl, the uh, Texas agency had captured 1,200 pounds of fentanyl. That's enough deadly doses to kill off over 220 million Americans. The Biden administration knows all these facts. They don't care about having obstructions and blocking any of the undocumented aliens from coming in. They know that the cost of this is heavy crime and death. And yet, not only do they do nothing, they're actually trying to block the states from protecting their own citizens. That's unacceptable on any level. And I think that the more that the American people get educated on that point, that's not mere neglect, negligence. That's actually a downright uh, trying to destroy the fabric of our country and being willing to let our people go to slaughter. It's an amazing moment in American history, and I think people are seeing the consequences. Crime in the city, crime from illegal aliens, traffic to the middle of the country, high costs of of gas, products, uh, a remarkable time in American history. And I think 22, 2024, do you agree that these are the moments where the American electorate speak with a very unified voice? Well, absolutely. We need that to happen because you know this, John, that uh, we look, there are only limited number of media outlets that are covering a lot of these issues. Yeah. And you could go to some of the more prominent folks in mainstream media, and they're not discussing these issues yet. There's real life impact in West Virginia. You take that fentanyl issue. We have tons of people that are dying from death overdoses, and we can trace 
the fentanyl back to Mexico and through the production of the drug cartels. And right. I'm not telling you that all these problems started just the beginning of the Biden administration, but there seems to be, you know, a much greater effort to just not only completely ignore, but really allow or encourage these types of rampant and destructive behaviors to occur. Such a great point. Mr. Attorney General, thanks for all you're doing. We're watching your office closely because you're setting a lot of trends and making a big difference in the courts and in everyday lives. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, John, thanks. And folks can look us up at our Attorney General Patrick Morrissey and look on the internet and see the good things we're trying to do and we'll keep the faith and press forward. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done and I know you're on the front lines of it. So thank you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house-stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, very excited about this next guest. He is uh, competing in one of the most closely watched races in the U.S. Senate this coming fall. Nevada has got a strong chance of flipping Republican, and the reason why is that Adam Laxalt is running. He's the former Attorney General of Nevada, comes from a great line of a Nevada family, and a a true uh, hero, served in our military, naval officer serving in Iraq. Joining me right now is Adam Laxalt. Adam, welcome to the show. 
Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for all the work you do. Well, it's fun. We I get to I get to do fun stuff every day, like having conversations with people about to change the world. And uh, you're you're up to something pretty big. This is a big race. Why don't you bring us up to speed? President Trump's already given you the endorsement. You've got a lot of momentum, a lot of fundraising going on. How does this race look? You know, this is an incredible opportunity for our state and for the country to flip Nevada. Uh, I, you know, I'm one of the few candidates in America that had President Trump support me right out of the gate. Yeah. As well as we have, as well as we have Governor DeSantis and a lot of our conservative warriors in the Senate, uh, Senator Hawley, Senator Cruz, Senator Cotton. Uh, everybody unified behind this because they understand how important it is. They understand that we need a fighter that can get in there. Uh, and hopefully be part of the, the new leadership class, I'm 43, uh, that, that will, you know, really follow the path that President Trump set for us, that we need to be a more aggressive fighting party. We simply can't, when we take control, uh, sit back and hope everything's going to be okay. We know the Democrats have proven time and time again that they are ruthless. They will do whatever they can to get their way. Uh, you know, I mean, look at what we're living with COVID right now. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this endless, endless debate that we're having on the future of this. People like me called as far back as April of 2020 that we should not have lockdowns in the state of Nevada. The science was clear, as Governor uh, DeSantis proved uh, all of last year. And here we are. My state still has mask mandates. Uh, we called on the governor today uh, to finally lift these mask mandates. Uh, obviously, people are able to make decisions for themselves if they don't want to wear masks. If people want to wear masks for the rest of their lives, so be it. Uh, but to have the government force it is crazy. And to put our kids in masks still, uh, I think the science always showed that they never should have been in masks and we never should have locked down schools. But uh, here we are, and, and, and our state continues to follow the likes of California, New York, yep. parts of Canada, if, you, if, if your listeners can believe it, <laughs> and Nevada still has masks. Uh, but we think that he's on the ropes, and uh, there's an imminent press conference tomorrow. Uh, so it, may, it looks like he may follow suit. Uh, I don't know what science he's going to point to to justify suddenly flipping the switch, but we'll take it. We need these masks lifted. Yeah, you, the cry is large, and I think that the dam has broken. Democrats are suddenly the liberators of Americans from, by the way, Democrats own a restrictive policy. It's kind of funny to watch them rescue their uh, the uh, people from the crisis they created, but it is, it is ongoing, and it'll be fun to see if Nevada falls into that category tomorrow. As you look out, we have this crisis in security, right? We have a weakness on the world stage, unlike we've had probably in a very long time. We've got an open border, and I just had a story we did over the last couple of days of all the illegal aliens who've made it to the interior of the border and then created heinous crimes, murders, car crashes, rapes, uh, horrible things. Then you've got just the influx of crime that was created by the uh, uh, defunding of police in the, the 2020 Antifa movement. Do you think law and order is something that Americans are craving now? Is there a boomerang moment where uh, the bail reform, all the things that Democrats imposed, get thrown out with, we're tired of this? There is no question Nevadans are absolutely fed up with this leftist direction on law and order, 
And my opponent, Castro Cortez Masto, was a former attorney general. Right. I like to always point out she was the top law enforcement officer. I took her office and was the former top law enforcement officer as well. She should have stood with law enforcement in 2020 when BLM was in our streets and when they shot an officer in the head. Uh, she should be standing with us today as we simply ask for a secure border, something that any country needs to have. It's the, the least we should expect out of our government. For those of us that were willing to put a uniform on and to go into harm's way for our country, we do that because we're defending a nation, and a nation has to mean something. And uh, unfortunately, the left's assault on the border is endless. We did a press conference with law enforcement from across the state last week calling on Masto and Biden to give us relief. You have these sheriffs from these smaller counties across the state that are being overrun by these drug cartels and drugs are coming through these corridors in our state. We have fentanyl overdose increases. Uh, we have drugs pouring through. Obviously, we have an increase in crime, homicide rates, you name it. And almost all of it links to the border, uh, as you rightfully say. Some of it links to just simply this, you know, pro-criminal worldview on law and order. But the consequences are terrible for Nevada, and uh, I think a reckoning is coming. People are absolutely fed up with people like Casa Cortez Masto, who will talk a moderate game, but when we need her as a state to stand up, she's nowhere to be found. Yeah, she was there for the Biden BBB, right? Absolutely. She stood um, with BBB. She she voted to break the filibuster to nationalize our elections. Uh, and look, it's, it, it's, it speaks for itself. Everyone knows who the moderates in the U.S. Senate are. Yep. Joe Manchin and half of the time Kristen Sinema. Uh, Casa Cortez Masto is never on that list. She is not a household name. She could be if she wanted, and we're a swing state. Uh, but the reality is she's captive to the left. She's scared of all the left, leftist money that she needs to try to win this race. It's going to be one of the most expensive races in history. So she's siding with her base rather than regular voters in my state. Yeah. In fact, Rick Grinnell, you had a whole bunch of Trump alumni because Trump Nation is really behind you. Obviously, President Trump endorsed you. This week, you had a whole bunch of the Trump alumni, Rick Grinnell, Cash Patel among those, Devin Nunes, former congressman, good friend of mine. Uh, they were all there speaking for you, and they all were saying the same thing, which is this is a liberal trying to masquerade in moderate clothings and don't buy it. Uh, the polls are looking really interesting. You're in striking distance or ahead in a lot of the polls. Um, at this point, that's a good sign for a Republican in a slightly blue-leaning state, isn't it? Yeah, look, uh, NBC reported we they had a poll that's up four. Trafalgar had us up three. three. Uh, this, this is going back, you know, three, four weeks now. Right. Uh, but it's, a, it's important for people to know that Trump only lost Nevada by two points. My opponent only won Nevada in 16 by two points. Most people think she only won because our candidate at the time unendorsed Trump with the final few weeks to go. Um, and so she barely was going to be in this seat in the first place. And so that's what I like to remind people, because this is a national race. We need people from all over the country to help us get over the finish line. She gets to use Act Blue and raise millions of dollars 
uh, from, from, from small dollar donors from the left all over America. We need our grassroots base to help fuel this campaign. And it's a race we can win. It's a razor thin state. And in the climate we're in right now, where Virginia was a plus 10 right. blue state and flipped, uh, we are right to flip this seat. Uh, and, and as I said, I have a contrast with her, both former AGs, and our records couldn't be more different. Uh, our records in those offices couldn't be more different. I had to clean up a lot of things she left behind. That's right. And we plan on cleaning up for, once again, the United States Senate. That's something important to remind folks. Uh, the Nevada picked you to succeed her because they didn't like what she did as AG. And I think that that's uh, one of the great storylines that has Republicans so excited about your campaign. I want to talk a little bit about election integrity. Obviously, the media spends a lot of time saying, ah, oh, you're just part of the big life. There are real issues in Nevada uh, and real doubts among Nevadans about whether votes are being counted accurately. How do you address that and keep everybody voting? Because you need everybody to get out in the polls at the end of the year. But how do you also move forward and make sure that the things that make people dubious or uncomfortable get addressed and get fixed before uh, November of 2022? Well, look, we were on Morning Joe with Mika Brzezinski and MSNBC. They were all attacking me last week for supposedly exclusive tapes uh, that we know were obviously obtained from a Democrat operative. Right. Uh, but I said the same thing last year, said the same thing at the beginning of this race. I'll say the same thing in every room in Nevada, which is they changed our election style. They gave us mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting, drop boxes. The state was not ready for it then. The state is still not ready to make sure these are safe, methods of voting. And as a result, a majority of Nevadans are concerned. Uh, I called for voter ID. I called for an end to these more dangerous practices. And that's what, uh, you know, Morning Joe said, listen to this. This is horrible. Uh, can you believe he said this? Um, and it's just, you know, it's astounding that they want people to show their papers to go into a restaurant uh, and, of course, we need ID to do just about everything in society. And yet we still can't have something as basic as voter ID. It's amazing, to isn't it? Just give, give people confidence that the right people are voting. If you got to go to the Raiders game and you go to Will Call, you got to show your ID to get the darn football tickets. It's just insane what is going on in, in the, mis, the mis, uh, misargument, really, I think, about voter ID. 80% of Americans support it. It's an of every race, creed, color, age. It's crazy that the Democrats are fighting into that win. I want to flip to something on the same subject. Arizona was one of the first states to go to a more uh, a comprehensive mail-in voting. And now they're going into reverse. The legislature yesterday put on a fast track, a bill to go back to traditional absentee ballots and to maybe get rid of the mail-in voting that Arizona had made fashionable for a few years. What message does that send to its neighbor in Nevada that, hey, maybe the mail-in uh, ballots didn't work so well? Look, we have a Democrat governor, two Democrat houses. We are going to need to have a red wave to flip some of these houses and to regain the governor's ship. But the bottom line is when you have a universal mail-out system with unclean voter rolls, it's just not a safe way to go. And absentee voting, while not perfect, uh, was a lot safer and something we used for many, many years. There's no reason we couldn't have that system. It would give more confidence to our voters. Of course, we should add voter ID to that sure. uh, as well. 
Um, but, you know, it's just not going to happen with Democrats in charge. Uh, you know, we know why they changed this election. We know they did it 90 days out. And uh, then they went in and gave us it permanently this year. Uh, so, you know, as I tell people, we've got to go in at the ballot box, and then we can make our voices heard on what we think our elections should look like, uh, you know, in, in, in the halls of the legislature. Yeah, such an important moment. Elections have consequences, and this election could have massive consequences in terms of reining in some of the things that people want. You fought for our country. You were there in Iraq during uh, leading the war on terror. We're in a moment where it seems like the rest of the world doesn't seem to respect American power, soft power, hard power very much. And I, I want to point this out because it's always struck me. Uh, the only two times in the last decade that Vladimir Putin up, acted up on Ukraine, it was when Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine policy. First as vice president, in 2014, they invaded uh, the Crimean region, and now they're sitting at the doorstep threatening or at least head faking an invasion. The state of American power on the world stage, what do you see as someone who actually fought to, to give us that freedom in that, uh, on the front lines of the war? Well, look, I think it's so important to remind people that we endured four consecutive years of the media, our elites, the global elite, all saying that no one respected Donald Trump and that we weren't respected in the world uh, and he was a cowboy and all these various things. But as you rightfully put out, you know, put forward, Putin did not do those things when Donald Trump was president. China didn't move. North Korea did not move. Iran didn't move. And so, you know, the, it, the, the verdict's in uh, that America is absolutely weaker under the leadership of Joe Biden. Uh, you see what they did in Afghanistan. Right. The most shameless style of withdrawal. While it certainly was time for us to start getting our troops out, uh, for them to try to meet some predetermined political deadline and actually risk the lives of the service members that we lost, you know, it's just absolutely inexcusable. And of course, it empowered these leaders. They're looking across the water and they're like, wow, that guy is definitely not in charge. He's not up to the job. Now's our chance to move. He does not have the strength or conviction to actually defend America. And then you move to Ukraine, and, of course, he brought this on, too. You know, he allowed for the Nord Stream 2 to go through. Yeah. He killed our Keystone Pipeline. Uh, so he, of course, throws energy back into the mix and gives, gives strength to the Russians. And, you know, why wasn't he helping Ukraine earlier? And, by the way, these are the people that swear that Trump didn't work with foreign countries enough and didn't use our alliances and that, you know, they're the great diplomats. Well, where is the diplomacy? I mean, this is when you need diplomacy. I don't want us to put troops in Ukraine. I think most Americans do not want that. So where is this feigned leftist diplomacy that should be getting results, should be getting the world behind stopping this aggression? I'm not seeing it. Uh, you're seeing the, the, the very small embers of some diplomacy. Uh, but but it's scary times. And, uh, you know, like you said, I think that I think our leaders are being provoked. They see weakness and uh, all the more reason we've got to flip the Senate. We've got to flip the House uh, and, and Biden will be a lame duck for two years. 
as he's quickly ushered out, out of office for someone to replace him from our side of the aisle in 2024. Yeah, and uh, last question, because you see this in the polling number. These polls have you slightly up or even with your Democratic competitor. And Biden is way underwater, both of you. He's way below you. And so at the end of the day, is there a Biden drag in Nevada right now? And how might that play out when voters go to the box in November? Is there a question that you expect they're asking themselves when they go into cast that ballot in a, in a few months? Yeah, first, let me say there's a Masto drag. She has never been above 42 in approval. That's rankings. right. Yeah. And and the, the Southern Nevada paper said that ages 18 to 49, she was in the 20s, uh, which should be a big base for her. And so, yes, Biden is also at 40, um, which doesn't help. And, and by the way, uh, she said she's all open arms and wants Biden to come visit. And we certainly would love that and welcome <laughs> Joe Biden to Nevada anytime. <laughs> but we feel we we feel that uh, the people can see through all this. Yeah. They can understand that the left has led us dramatically in the wrong direction, and people are going to be ready for big change. And uh, we expect to beat her in November. Yeah, I think the question people are going to ask themselves, is this really the America we want to live in? And I think the answer is going to be no, the one we've been living in the last couple of years. That probably will define an amazing election. Adam, we're going to be watching this race closely. I really appreciate the time today. This is one of the most exciting Senate races in the country this year, and uh, history is going to be written in a few short months. Amen. Thank you, John. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. AdamLaxalt.com. That's an easy one to remember. <laughs> take care, my friend. Have a good day. Appreciate it, everybody. Thanks. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. So grateful you could join us. Hey, remember, we've got this new TV show. I'm so lucky to be paired up with Amanda Head on Real America's Voice every night at 6 o'clock. Just the News, not noise coming to you live here from Washington every night, Monday through Friday. And Fridays, we do something a little different. We let our hair down a little bit. We take your questions in and answer them for you. The things that are on your mind, we want to be useful to you. Get you facts so you can make up your own mind. If you want to get us a question, go to my handle, J Solomon Reports on Twitter, and send us a question using the hashtag ask. J and A. That stands for John and Amanda. Ask J and A. Hashtag Ask J and A on Twitter. Send me your questions. We're going to 
try to get you answers every Friday. It's a big part of the show's your opportunity to engage and be part of that. Can't wait to see what you come up with. We're very excited. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition on Friday of John Solomon Reports. So glad you can join us. Big thanks to Attorney General Morrissey and to Adam Laxalt, former Attorney General and current U.S. Senate candidate in Nevada. I'm telling you, that Nevada race, watch it closely. Both parties are going to dump millions and tens of millions in because it could decide the balance of power in the United States Senate in 2023. All right. Have a good night. God bless. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events. And you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.